covering the Green Bay Packers training camp all summer long. This is CampCast, a Midwest Communications podcast. It is without question the most physical part of any training camp practice. It's called the combo or the half-line drill. Half the offensive line, a center, guard, and tackle, along with a tight end, go up against half the defensive line and two linebackers. Quarterback hands off to a running back, and the collisions are fierce. All-Pro tackle David Bakhtiari explains the reasoning behind and the value of the half-line drill. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's working the kinks out that, and also, you know, half-line. Um, you know, for us, it's it's more of a uh, mentality and, you know, kind of just setting the pads, really. Um, it's really kind of hard to get a clear set because you don't you only have half-line going, and if they have a cutback, I mean, there's all the space in the world in the backside. So for running back, just kind of getting that feel on the front side and for – Offense and defense kind of setting the pads, getting your establishing leverage. That combo drill, along with the one-on-one pass blocking period, have a little more on the line this summer. Bakhtiari invested in a custom-made WWE-style championship belt adorned with green and gold jewels. Just to make it more competitive, have more fun doing it. You know, we got to have fun while we're out there playing, right? I texted Mike, and then I sent a photo of, like, the actual purchase, and he goes, oh, this is going to be awesome. I'm like, yeah. Saw the big box waiting. I was like, oh, yeah. This is sweet, and it actually looked really good. After each practice, it's determined among the offensive and defensive linemen who won the most repetitions in the two drills to take daily ownership of the belt. Defensive tackle Mike Daniels, always up for a challenge like that. What he's trying to do, and I love it, is that he's trying to get the best out of everybody. You know, he's he's had a lot of success. He's a pro bowler, an all-pro. And now he wants everybody else to come up to that level, too, and he knows the best way to get that out of people is by demanding great competition. He wants that free agent rookie to come at him the same way Clay and Nick Perry would. You know, so, and that's going to make him better. It's going to make them better. And I love it. It's just all about good competition. Temper is going to flare. It's going to get heated. But like I said, you know, you're going to, you and your brother will get into some fights, but you will not let anyone else put their hands on your brother. And that's how we're doing. Going to get into it with each other. And when game time comes around, it's us versus them. The hardest hitting part of practice, the combo drill, already has the Packers looking for that NFL championship belt mentality. Sam in the stands. What are you, have you been coming here every day? No, this is my very first time. Have you, you've never been to training camp? No. Are you having fun? I'm enjoying it immensely. Uh, when I first came back here, see I lived in Arizona. When oh, okay. I first came back here nine years ago, she brought me to my first Packer game. <gasps> oh, what? Packer, Packer Cowboys. And oh we my won. gosh! Oh, well, thank it. Why did you come back from Arizona? It's so beautiful there. Because my mom, my mom was oh, okay. And she was needing some someone to be around. Oh, my, and my sister was still working. Oh, my grandparents um, live in Arizona six months out of the year oh, in really? Sedona. So, oh. so what else are you guys gonna do then at camp? Just well, this? Yeah, just this. Because then I, I have to get back to duties. Mm, yeah. Okay. Yep, we're headed up north for a couple of days. Oh, that'll That's be fun. fun. So. You guys going to any games this year? Did. I don't ever get to go to the games. Oh, I'm, I'm sure enjoy it. I don't miss it. We don't miss any on TV. Yeah. We're there for every to watch every game. Well, that's yeah. good. Come down and tailgate and go home. Yeah, that's yeah. the way yeah. to do it. Yes. You come and you tailgate and then you and just then go, you go sit your butt at a bar and sure. watch the game. Yeah. <laughs> well, we can go home. Let me go well, that's true. Yes. Then you can say your own stuff. 
Then we have a recliner. <laughs> we can call somebody a jerk and not get shot. Exactly. Exactly. Oh. Well, no, have you seen anybody cool? Oh, yeah. We saw Cubs go through. We saw Jordy Nelson go through. No, Martellus Bennett. And ha ha. He's Clinton. hilarious. Yeah, is he? He is hilarious. Martellus Bennett. Oh, yeah. So he, um, when he came into town his first night, he's new this oh, year. That's right. He had to sleep at Lambeau. That's right. Oh. That's right. The doors Isn't were locked. That I funny? read that story. Isn't that funny? <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah, I remember it's that. It's so and funny. And I hear those guys saying that he's a clown. Yeah. And then we saw Haha ha Clinton Dix ride the bike. We okay. saw somebody else, but um, we didn't get the name because they hear hung. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I had to carry like the Ross around with me. And be like, you and are. You, know what? you don't really. Eat. If I ran into most of these guys in the store, I wouldn't recognize them because I only see them in their helmets. Yeah. You know? Yes. And when they're on the sidelines, you don't, they're not there long enough to really absorb them. Right. There's just a few that always get interviewed that you get to know. Yeah. Like, um, what's that guy with the long blonde hair? Clay Matthews. Yeah, like mm-hmm. Matthews. And, yeah. Or Aaron. Yeah. Can't forget and about Cubs. him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, no, will you guys enjoy the rest of your what time. What are you sorry. Uh, WIXX. Oh, okay. Yeah, so. Murphy in the morning, oh. all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was thinking you're doing, going to take some video things. No, yeah. no radio. All radio. Yeah, I don't have a face for TV. <laughs> Just we don't either. Uh, we wouldn't want it out there either. No. <laughs> we don't want to scare anybody. <laughs> if, if you're going to do news, you want to be careful who you put on. Yes, yeah. yes. This is very true. Yeah. It's very true. I'm here. Well, we're both retired now, so we don't have to. No, well, perfect. Anymore. You don't have to worry about. Oh, right. <laughs> right away. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, well, you guys have a, I gotta get out of everybody's way. Okay, bye. NFL teams are stockpiled with talent in a variety of ways. There are the returning veterans, of course, veteran free agents, draft choices, and finally, the long shots. Undrafted, but certainly not unwanted, college free agents. Every year, a couple of these long shots earn a roster spot like J. Rowan Elliott and Kentrell Bryce, but those odds are long. This year, with Ted Thompson uncharacteristically signing a handful of veteran free agents, along with having 10 draft picks, there are precious few jobs available. But linebacker Derek Matthews of the University of Houston is trying awfully hard to make plays every day, trying even harder to make the team. I caught up with Derek in the locker room after practice. Derek is an undrafted free agent. He's just coming in. How have you approached this camp? What do you feel needs to be done to earn a job? Well, I feel like I need to I need to show them that you know, I can I can handle everything that's thrown at me. That I can take advantage of my opportunity that's given to me. You know, and just and just have a lot of comfort, play with a lot of confidence, and show them that I, I that I, I can uh, I can play on this team. What do you think are the strengths of your game? Um, I think I think my my strengths are just are, are being quick and instinctive. You know, I, that, that, that's that's what's what I that's what I thrive on, and that's what I try to uh, show when I play. You got some back slaps on the play with Martellus Bennett. You know, oh. <laughs> busting up a pass, uh, and and that's not an easy task. He's twice the size. Oh yeah, of you, <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, you know, that just come, like I said, that just come with confidence. You know, um, like I said, Martellus Martellus is a great player. You know, and I and I kind of knew they were gonna throw on the ball, so I just did I just did my job. You know, you know, play the technique that I was supposed to play. And like I said, I knew I knew they were gonna try to throw on the ball, so I just I just went up and competed with them. But those kinds of plays, flash plays, they're on film, and those are the kinds of things that you can start stacking, right? 
Oh yeah, yeah. You know, you, you just you just learn. Like, you can learn from any. I mean, that that play, but you can learn from any player. Um, you know, any player you out there is always some, it's always something to learn from. You're probably aware. I mean, they drafted ten guys this year. A lot of free agents signed, veteran free agents. That the numbers, and they usually keep a few undrafted on this team. Oh, yeah. But that number's probably going to be reduced quite a bit this this summer. Oh yeah, I mean, but that that's 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 not. I mean, that's I'm not here to, to you know, just worry about who they're gonna keep, you know, and who they're not gonna keep. I'm here, you know, to show them that I can play on this team, you know. So, you know, say come to practice and give my best every day, you know, be confident in my game, and and what happens later on, I'm saying is what happens. But I'm here to show them I can play on this team. Keep an eye on it. All right, thank you. Sam in the stand. All right, I am here with what's your name? Molly. Ellie. And is this your first time at camp? No, you've been here before. How many times? Uh, maybe three, I think. Three? Yeah. How many times have you been? Three? Two or three. And what's your favorite part about camp? Watching them play and get signatures. And get to, well, how many signatures have you had? Uh, ten or seven. Real, how many, what's your favorite signature you've gotten? Devontae uh, Adams. <gasps> You're so lucky. What about you? Um, well, I got You guys are pretty lucky. So what else have you done at camp? Watch the players. Uh, so what have you been you've been watching them run drills and stuff? Yes. So what do you think? What what are what are our odds of winning the Super Bowl? Pretty good. Pretty good? Yeah. Pretty good? Yeah. What about the season? What do you think? What's your anticipation? Win every single game. Win every single game. I like it. I like it. What about you? Um, go to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think we're gonna do it. All right. So, who is your favorite player? Aaron Rodgers. What about you? Nelson. Ooh, you guys, pretty good. And have you seen them out here today? Yes. Yeah. He's literally right there. <laughs> He's right there. <laughs> Did you try to get a picture with him? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you guys have fun, okay? okay? All right, give me Go Pack Go. Ready? One, two, three. Go Pack Go! Go Pack Go! Mark Daniels here at training camp at Ray Nitschke Field, visiting with former Green Bay Packer, Green Bay Packer Hall of Famer, and, of course, analyst on Fox 11's training camp updates every night at 1010. Johnny Gray, how are you doing, Johnny? I'm doing well. It's been hot for these morning practices. It has been. Uh, it's kind of neat for us because it's an 8:15, but I think for the guys, it's uh, yeah, it's pretty good. I mean, the guys getting a good sweat. Listening to the guys in, in the locker room yesterday talking about how you know help, it will help them get uh, more condition for the season to start. What? You're a former player. Do you watch with a more jaundiced eye in any regard, or are you just out here like all of us in the media court, just kind of looking who's making plays? Well, I'm looking who's making plays. Um, you know, as a free agent, uh, you know, you look at some of these young guys who, you know, a lot of people don't think they have a chance of making the ball club, but yet um, they, there's the cut. There's only one cut, you know, so you know what? Maybe next week or maybe in another three or four practices, a light turns on and you say, man, that's what we were looking for at the start of training camp. And all of a sudden now they're starting to get it. Maybe it's nerves. Maybe it's just the, the environment. But all of a sudden they get back into that, that football mode. They feel comfortable and they start to show up. Preseason games right around the corner, Philadelphia on the 10th. Uh, you know, is that the best film, or will coaches grade that and what they see out here equally? 
Uh, no, they're going to grade the game film a little bit higher, I, I would think. I, because it's, the game situation is so much different than coming out here and doing one-on-one or seven-on-seven. Seven. Uh, you know, so it's uh, uh, the, the stress. Uh, how, are you able to adapt? Uh, you're only going to be out there for maybe a certain amount of plays, and you have to make the best of it. Uh, just because you do something good and make a good play, they're going to come out back and they're gonna, that, that athlete on the other side of the line of scrimmage is going to do something different. So you have to adjust. And that's what they're looking for. How do you handle the stress? How do you, how do you handle the pressure? And how do you handle the change in the tempo of the game? The secondary, your position, it sure looks good at safety with HaHa, you know, office Pro Bowl, Morgan, the steady veteran, Kentrell Bryce got a lot of snaps. All of a sudden we're throwing in Josh Jones, we got a Kevin King at corner, and everybody else that was almost forced to play last year through injury and inexperience back together. It can't be rated 31st in the league again, can it? No, it can't. I, the, it's got to be the mantra for these defensive players when they sit in that defensive uh, room and say, "We are." There's no way we're going to be anywhere near that. They got to be at least top 15, and, and this team will have a chance to go to the Super Bowl again. Uh, they got some a lot of good talent. Before you're talking about getting a chance to play Kentrell Bryce. I mean, we saw him in the Washington game. He looked lost. By the, we got to the Dallas game, the guys making plays left and right. Um, so very talented, very physical group, and uh, they're, they're going to be a they're, they're going to be a challenge. Jones has gotten rave reviews. Johnny, the guy, flies to the football. He does. Yesterday's practice, you know, they're running a blitz, blitz drill for the offense, but he got through. He got home twice, you know, and if it was that was real ball, he would have, he would have made a sack on the quarterback. And then on, on that third play, he drops off in the uh, – he's in the box. He shifts position with the outside corner. The corner slides down. He steps in front of the slant, picks it off. The guy's having a heck of a camp. Yeah, there's – he just seems instinctive. Uh, and that's something you can't coach. <laughs> you know, what does Ted say? He's a football player, you know. Um, yeah, he, he is. Uh, he loves the game. You listen to him in the locker room. I mean, he's, you know, he's kind of intense. Um, but he, he loves this game. He has a passion for it. Okay. Let's go to the other side of the ball. Uh, the biggest story, I think, is the tight end position. Overhauled, Richard Rodgers back, but Martellus Bennett and Lance Kendricks now in there. Suddenly, Mike McCarthy, I think, has his favorite matchup weapon back in his arsenal because we all saw what happened with Jermichael Finley a couple of years ago and how dynamic that was. Could it be close to that with this three-headed monster? I, I sure hope so because it does look that way. Um, listening to the safeties in the locker room yesterday talking about how Lance Kendrick's kind of like a wide receiver out there. Um, and, and, you know, you look out at you know, Martellus, he stands above everybody. The guy's a beast, you know, out there, so, and they can block, you know, and I think that was one of the, okay, we need a blocking tight end, we, we need a, a tight end that can get down the middle of the field. Uh, I remember you talking about Jermichael Finley. I remember that Chicago game a couple years back where he, they just put linebacker on him and safety on him. He's touchdown, 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 and I think that's what they're looking to get back to. And the running back position will sort itself out with Ty and the kids, you know, the three draft mm-hmm. choices. I think that's going to all shake out. Well, it's going to take its time. You look at uh, right now, I think Jamal Williams, I think yeah. it is. I, number 30 looks pretty good out there. Uh, I think the other running backs, it's a little fumble a couple of times in practice uh, the first couple of days, but I think now they're starting to get their feet wet. Um, yeah, it's going to take some time. But that, that's a fitting position on the team. That, that running back position is going to be looked at so intensely because Ty can't carry the ball every play. Yeah. You played a long time. Now you've been watching and reporting on it for a long time. You just can't get enough of this can you i love it 
I love this time of the year. Um, you know, obviously, you know, it brings back memories. Uh, looking at some of these free agents, looking at how training camp is. Not that it was like it was, <laughs> yeah, like, was there, Johnny. Days. <laughs> you know, but it's neat. You look at the enthusiasm, the passion. Um, these guys uh, know they have an opportunity to go out there and, and take this, have a, really a strong season. You know, they Super Bowl or bust, I guess, you know, because the, the talent is here. You were a long shot, undrafted. How fearful were you about the prospect of making this team, and, and when did it happen, and, and how did it happen that you found out you made the team? Well, I think I heard it on the radio or watched it on TV, or somebody said, hey, John, you made the squad, and um, then I ended up going. I was over at Paul's Rascal or De Pere at the time, making a <laughs> yeah. phone call with my mom and dad. I didn't know, but when I came to training camp, I had, I had, had two great coaches. I had uh, Rich Christie in junior college and Pat Callahan in college, and they taught me how to play football at this level, my techniques, my fundamentals, my discipline, film study. Those are the four things that got me on this football team. And when I got here, Dick LeBeau was the same thing. Technique, fundamentals, discipline, film study. And I was able to last 11, or 10 years in the league. And that was a long time ago, and LeBeau's still coaching. <laughs> yes, I saw her. I was listening to him with the Titans. I know. Yeah, yeah. I was watching the Titans report this morning, and yeah, Dick LeBeau's back. You know, that guy's he's got he's got a lot of knowledge. You know, and it's you know, back to basics, as he would always say. You know, after a tough loss, and uh, if you're fundamentally sound, you got a chance. Serious note before we wrap it up: the whole CT discussion, front and center. That study came out: 110 out of 111 brain study. Mm -hmm. You know, had some form of CTE develop. We've seen a lot of tweets about players. A couple of guys have retired. What are your thoughts? Well, it, it's it's nice to know that they're starting to, to those studies are starting to come out. Um, I think that was the um, uh, the fear that maybe some of the reports were not documented as they should have. I don't know. It, it's tough, Mark, because you know I'm out here. I see guys on Sunday, they run into a linebacker, they fall, they hit their head on the ground, and they're concussed, and they're out for three weeks. You know, back in our day, you got cut because you can't, you know, you're not tough enough to play in this game. I got to believe there's some conditioning involved. There's no way you can get a boxer or a race car driver all week long to drive around a simulator and then all of a sudden step into the ring or step on the track. I think when we were back in the day, we, we bumped heads, we bumped heads. I think your body... Or you're you're got used to being knocked around, and so you're ready to play on Sunday. That's why I don't think you see you saw as many people just you yeah. Know, the collisions are a little more violent. These guys are yeah, they're bigger, you. faster, That's stronger. Oh, you know all those things, but but still you've got to be conditioned. You know they keep you know improving the equipment, um, but I, I, I really do think being jostled around you got to do that on, on somewhat of a regular basis not just once a week and then once the season starts not even that so um yeah i, I, I guess i'm kind of split in between because uh, we hit every day and, and i can't remember on my team maybe one or two players that you know that down the line you know had ct yeah or even symptoms of ct okay. or alzheimer's or something in that area but um Nowadays, it's like it's a, it's it's every week, you know, something's happening. So they open your brain for science. What are they going to find? Holy cow, John! Oh my god! <laughs> no, no, we won't go there. Won't go there. <laughs> Same with mine. Yeah, uh, that's why. You know, whenever you are going to accept that one, I yeah. think I'm fine with that. That that might work. Thanks for the visit. It's oh, a lot you're of fun very welcome. Seeing you out here every day at Camp Johnny. <laughs> Always great to see you. <laughs> Campcast, a Midwest Communications podcast.